coming up on Just Elders Podcast. One thing I learned, like just from being around his family, is like you have to have the same or similar background. I think that's very important. Like I came from mm. healthy, John came from healthy. Mm. So when it comes to family expectations, we were already very clear on that. Like you have to love on my family like I love on my family. Her background really shaped a lot of her expectations for mm. me um, because of how her brothers and her father treated her. She learned that from her brothers and her father. She taught that to me. She said, that's her expectation. You see what I'm saying? So, um, I like that. I, I was, I'm glad, you know, I was happy then that she came from that type of solid foundation, that solid background. Ready? Born ready. It's Wednesday. Time for your favorite podcast, your favorite podcast. Today and every day of this month, we're doing it for the lovers. Shout out to the Black Love. Vibe with me. Do me a favor. Send this episode to someone you looking at who you sweet on. Somebody you trying to make it work with. Somebody you doing life with. All month long, we are creating content that pushing love forward. Hey. I like that. I like that. What's up, friend? What they know about this? This is the couple song, yo. That's yeah. Why we yeah, we let the couples put the song. Do it just like this. What's up, family? You tuning to the Just Elders podcast, the hottest podcast to ever hit the airwaves. Super excited. We're about to record the greatest episode we've ever recorded. Said every time, and I mean it every single time. Welcome, welcome. Shout out to all the first time listeners. If you're here for the first time, we appreciate you. Thank you for coming. This is the Just Elders podcast, hosted by Just Elders Media. I am Eldridge, producer Keith on the ones and twos. And this month, and every day of this month, our goal is to release an episode about black love. Um, it is Black History Month. It's Black Love Day on February 13th, for, for those that don't know. Um, it's a real holiday, but we think we just make stuff up. I was, so it was before Valentine's. Yeah. So all the black people go ahead and get it out of the way. Yeah. I, I like that. I like that. Yeah, if you look it up, Black Love Day, it's a real holiday. It's a I like that. actually a real holiday. <clears throat> so, heard of it. most people have it. I appreciate you. Yeah. Enlightenment. So, uh, this month. Which was on the 15th. Uh-huh. <laughs> this <laughs> month, I was thinking about, um, I'm trying to figure out what made me come to this conclusion to have this. Something happened. Well, you know what? I know what it was. I was talking to somebody and, uh, everybody was like, I'm tired of a relationship podcast. All we do is talk about relationships, but we never have, everybody that we have relationship podcast with for 90% of them be single. Most of them not married. And I just feel like we need to put more imagery of what marriage could be, could not be, and just have those real conversations. So I said, you know what? I am privileged to be around a lot of dope couples. That's one honor and privilege that I have. Not only a lot of dope couples, but dope couples that are married. And I'm going to bring them on the podcast and we're just going to have, Real conversations about real black love. Y'all good? 
this first couple we bring in, you heard this young lady on my podcast a few times before. She is no stranger. I've been knowing her her entire life. Y'all give it up for my little sister Winnie and her amazing husband, John, the Tabbits. Welcome, y'all. Appreciate it. Thank, Thank you. you. How y'all feel? Great. I didn't think John was going to do this. <laughs> I didn't think John was going to do it. Why not? Did you have to convince him or did he just want to do it? Well, it wasn't me who convinced him. It was his aunties. What? Yeah. Shout out to your auntie. First of all, look, not just aunties, great aunties. Yeah, great. John, great aunties, and they all fine. Like, <laughs> they all uh, just, I'm talking about. You say great aunties like your grandmother's sisters? That's mm-hmm. right. Mm. Like, so look, look, let me just tell you the energy we on, right? So they had a game night on Friday, and I had something to do, so I got there late. I got there about 11. They just now getting started. Bro, I left there at three o'clock in the morning. Like, aunties up playing games, doing karaoke. I left, they started karaoke. I was like, man, I gotta go. I gotta get up in the morning. Like, his aunties are like, I ain't gonna lie. They're just, when I say they fine, they're beautiful, the energy is amazing. I just, I really enjoyed your family. So thank you, aunties, for convincing him to do what they say to make you do it. What they say? So I, I tell you, uh, it's not that I didn't want to do it. We came out of church when he told me um, you reached out. Yeah, uh, stay in your mic too. Many told me you reached out when we came out of church. Yeah. So I'm tired, you know what I'm saying? And and the topic itself, you know, we're going to get into it. Um, but I don't have a lot to say about love. It's, it's not a complicated thing for me. So, um, you know, I was on a fence. I was on a fence. Not that I didn't want to support, you know, but uh, I was on the fence. We got to lunch. We was at, you know, eating lunch at Piccadilly and, uh, you know, they, they, what shout did they out, say? Shout out to Piccadilly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, 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 that's our little spot. Yeah, yeah that's our spot. Um, but yeah, they told me, they told me I had a lot to say. They gave me some examples of why this was important. Um, and, and they were absolutely right. So I'm happy I'm here. This is important. Shout out Black Love. Shout out to you for doing this, um, this series this month. This is a beautiful thing. And, you know, you got to put it on wax for your kids. Yeah. So your kids going to be able to go back and, you know what I'm saying, pay attention and watch all this stuff. So That's good. That being said, I used to work at Lippman Jewelers. Um, Keith used to work. You used to work at Jared, right? Case. 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 Mm -hmm. Keith used to work at Case. I was a top salesman at Lippman. Want to know why? Because when somebody came in, specifically the man by himself, I always had to put him in a place of why he's doing this. You know what I'm saying? I always asked him questions that reminded him of why he wants to buy this ring. And once I got him to that right place, selling the ring, was you already wanted to sell the ring. Now I'm just showing the one you wanted to get. One of the first questions I would always ask, when you first seen your wife, what was your first thought? Beautiful, beautiful, intelligent. Where were y'all at in line? I know some of the story, but I'm going to get all the details of it. When I first saw her, we were in the gym. I'm not sure if she was working out or not. I think she was playing volleyball in the gym. Um, and I was working. I worked there. What gym? What gym? This is Lincoln University, 2013. Um, she had just got back from studying abroad. 
and she came through. I think she was playing volleyball. I worked there, so I was at the front desk, and she was talking to um, you know some people as they were going into the volleyball court. I said she's beautiful. She speaks well. Um, so that was my first thought. Yeah. <laughs> <That> girl, <laughs> did you did you know of her before this? It was like your first. You didn't know that her. was the first time I saw her. Mm. First time I saw her. Okay, that nigga looking for a minute if he sees she speak well. <laughs> I mean, Listen to this shit here, hustling like a motherfucker. You know what it was? It was her accent. We went to Lincoln. That's in right outside yeah. of Philly. Mm-hmm. Everybody in Lincoln was from Philly, Delaware, yeah. you know, the DMV area, New York. So, you know, she came with this country accent stood out to me. That's, that's you know, uh, I loved it. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's funny. That's funny. So did you say something to her then? No. Mm-mm. Damn, yeah, yeah, no, nigga. No. Damn. I, I work out by my business. I had to show out about my business. And <laughs> hey, that be the thing. You be at work. You be wanting to holler, yeah, but it's like, I, work. I ain't for the risk for the job. I had to see a couple more times. Yeah. Say, say, did you see him in this moment? No. Nope. All right. She wasn't even paying no attention. That's why he ain't saying shit. There's no way to shoot that shot, bro. <laughs> but I hate that. All right, come on. When, when did you see him? I remember him. We were working a camp. And I was a counselor at Lincoln and he was the health coach. So every morning I had to get my students to go to his gym class. You know, he got over 50 students who he's leading in a workout session. So I went to him like, yo, I need help. Help me after this camp. And he was like, okay, I got you. But I thought he was like playing. Hold on, y'all. She saw him in his element. Come on now. (laughs) Like, look, man. You want a woman to see you, let them see you in your element now. Now, now let me ask you this too. Y'all was working at the same camp. Did you know she was going to be at the camp and you kind of was like, yeah, you been to class through? No. Yeah, I don't okay. know. I, yeah, they, it just they brought in a bunch of us uh, from the university. Mm. So y'all yeah. haven't talked before this. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. So no, you still, this was several months you after still I a scary first ass nigga. Yeah, <laughs> this was several months. Not, so, so several months in between, did you see her more at, coming into the gym? Between the first time or you saw her that time or you didn't see She her. has a personal story of why she actually was not on campus around that time. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. Okay. Her broke ass. Gonna... <laughs> I remember. I, say I remember. Now, we're going to be real. But, guys, this motherfucker <laughs> fucked me up. <laughs> yeah, Somebody ain't doing the math right. <laughs> money nah, I remember that shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love her. She had a personal situation. I'm over yeah, here like, damn, it's serious. She wasn't on campus no more yeah. after that. I didn't know where she went. But um, she reemerged. Oh, that's, yeah. that. <laughs> that's so true. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So true. Damn. Oh man. All right. So yeah, you. I had that feeling too. Like you see a show, you like, man, I just want to see it again. Yeah. Damn. You know. Well, first of all, let me just say several months. You know, let me just say how <laughs> Becky even. Honestly, you really can thank me for y'all getting married. Oh, here you go. <laughs> there you go. I'm gonna be real. I'm the reason why Becky went to Lincoln. I used to tell Becky all the time, oh, you just like your mama. Oh, you ain't going nowhere. You going to UGA. You ain't never going to leave Georgia. You going to stay right here. I think Becky went to Lincoln because that's the furthest school that accepted her. But y'all <laughs> like, playing just Eldridge Bingo. And he has already hit the, it's because of me market. Go ahead and hit that bingo. <laughs> <laughs> Look, and by lying, we used to always talk about you wasn't going nowhere. I definitely was encouraged hey. <laughs> I wanted to make have my own space to grow. That's why I love. So you're welcome. There you <laughs> go. Appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> no. Can't get mad. <laughs> it's the truth. 
<laughs> so look, during that time, we're gonna get back to story, but during that time, you know, money was funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know. Yeah. Money funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Money was funny. I was out of squatting. state tuition. Yeah, you know, I was squatting, I was in and out, I was dealing with stuff. So when I came back, you know, for the camp, I s because I what I was going through, I gained a lot of weight. I was out of shape. I was not my best self at all. Mm. So when I saw John doing this with his students and he was doing it so well, I was like, you know what? I'm going to just ask him for some help. And mm. he agreed to it. And what threw me off is because he wasn't talking about no money. He was just like, let's do it. So I'm thinking like, nah, he not serious. He not telling me his prices to train me. Um, but you was broke at the time. Right, right. But still, you know, you, <laughs> typically when somebody's very good at what they do, they're going to charge you. women do that. <laughs> but I'm just saying, I'm, you know, so listen, that one conversation turned into every morning at 6.30 a.m. Mm. And then after every morning at 6.30 a.m., it turned into 6.30 a.m. and 4.30 p.m. every day. So twice a day workout. But that boy John, he said, I'm going to get this yeah, time in. <laughs> was he professional the whole time or he was trying to like? Whole time. To the point where when I did start liking him, I'm like, yo, he don't like me. So he had a Haitian roommate who sold plates on campus. So then I started going to buy plates just so I can figure out what this nigga got going on. Because I'm like, I need to know. Who he is, what he got going on. So I would go. Well, I saw your mama come out when she just said that. What this nigga got going on? <laughs> yeah, that was a little ratchet. That was a little ratchet. My bad. But I'm just being honest. Like I started going there to try to figure out what he was doing outside of these workout sessions. And I still didn't find out. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. So when do we finally just say, look, John, when did you stop being scared and just be like, look, I'm feeling you? So the camp was in the summer. Uh, at the end, she was the SGA president. She had already ran for president. Um, she got it. Cause she talked good. SGA at Lincoln? Yeah, at mm-hmm. Lincoln. Oh, okay. at Lincoln. Cause she talked good. So the camp was over the summer. As the semester came, uh, she actually posted a video mm-hmm. to the, in the freshman group chat. You remember back in, remember on Facebook when mm-hmm. people used to have group chats and, you know, groups. So, I was in the freshman group. I ain't gonna lie. I was trying to see what's up with the freshmen, you know, the girls. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> As we, that's what we did. We got some new candidates. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, trying to, I'm trying to see. Freshman. Exactly. Um, but her video came up. As soon as I opened up the group, you know what I'm saying? I didn't even get through scrolling through the girls that was in the group because her video was the first thing I clicked on. I'm like, man, well, I'm, God wasting time, bro. I'm like, man, this, this the one right here. She fine. Uh, wasting time with these freshmen. So another brother that says, stop wasting time. Well, yeah. It's a pattern on this podcast. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, we trained maybe about two, two, three months, two, three months before. Um, she made a move. I ain't gonna, yeah, I ain't even gonna real. take credit. I, I made the move. I made the move. Before she made a move. Yeah, and, um, move. good sign, good sign. Yeah. Good and I'll be all, I'm gonna tell women, look, especially in this era of time, make that women, email. you kind of gotta make a move now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You gotta make them so we can be safe in our pursuit. You gotta give us consent. You gotta give us some <laughs> consent or some type of sign so we know. It's okay to pursue this. You know what I'm saying? Especially if y'all trying to do professional business and be working out. It's like, I know I like you, but damn, 
Because I, I ain't trying to lose my sign. job for hollering at you. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? It ain't illegal for me to holler at you, but I ain't trying to lose my job. Oh, you get that I... reputation like, yeah, John will work you out, but he don't try to holler at you too. Yeah. yeah. You know? So, so, yeah, so ladies, I'm just saying, give a little boom. What would you go ahead and make that email, ladies? Yeah. Dick check out press. that email. But what was your move? It was several. Uh-oh. First, it was, first it was me going to the room, check, figuring out what he got going on with the Haitian, but he didn't know about that, right? Then it started Oh, you, you keep saying figuring out. That means you trying to see if he had hoes or not. Correct. Okay. Correct. Correct. Layman's you know. terms. <laughs> you know, um, I was trying to figure out, like, nah, you trying to see if the hoes is popping up. It turned into, after the workouts at 6.30 in the morning, he would always go eat right after in the cafeteria. So then it started being like, okay, we can go get food together. You know, let's let's go to the calf together. Calf dates. Y'all niggas ain't been that college calf date, nigga. That is a hack, nigga. Free food. Right. All you can eat. I go get your plate for you. What you want? And it wasn't even that deep. It was it was very casual. It was very like Mm -hmm. I'm going to the calf with my trainer. Um, but then one day I was just really tired of waiting and I was just like, Do you like me? Are you interested in me? And then I'll never forget. John just looked at me and said, Yeah. And that was it. (laughs) (laughs) He never said anything else. Ever. Cool ass. So I love this. This is on wax. I can't wait till your kids hear this growing up. He never said nothing else. And honestly, I just had to be mature and just trust that his actions were enough. Mm. Cause mm. he didn't say nothing. Mm. Yeah. You don't got to say nothing. What's so funny? Knowing John, I get it. Yeah. Like, I can see that nigga just saying But yeah. it sounds like a real yeah. Like, uh, what yes. else? Is, yeah. What is it behind? It's yes or no question, right? That's right. That's, that's all it was. So let me tell you how we became a couple. Because this is how little John talks. It was my birthday, October 22nd. I was turning 21 years old. Right. Mm-hmm. I get a knock on my door. I didn't run, y'all. Before she went, I did not run. Go he ahead. claimed he didn't run. I get a knock on my door. I go to the door. I don't see anyone. <laughs> like a nigga knocking. No one's there. College dorms aren't that big, right? So, like. So, you heard footsteps. Like, <laughs> right? You know what I'm saying? You knock. I don't understand why you're not there. But I open the door and I see some flowers, a bouquet. A beautiful mm. bouquet of flowers. Mm. And it was from John. And that's oh. that's when we became a couple. Man, them college days, boy. That game in college is love it. You know, I, I would just... It really is actions. It really is actions. I was just saying, it messed up my whole... I think my whole dating life got messed up because I didn't go to college. I think I missed a step. A step. Like... How y'all just got excited about cafe lunches, birthdays and stuff? <laughs> like, um, my cafe date was at Piccadilly. <laughs> my cafeteria. <laughs> well, you know, when I did my tour um, at Lincoln University, they told me if you don't find your husband here, you won't get married. Oh, yeah, I remember and they, you and saying And they said that. that. They said that on my tour. They kind of do say that in college a lot of times. That's I mean, a lot of Lincoln couples, though. So like, many. It's a lot of Lincoln couples that get together and actually stay together. So like many. when even when I went to school, they were talking about it. Mm-hmm. So I know that's a Lincoln like a thing. Hey, it's a hat. Lincoln love. Lincoln. Lincoln HBCU. Yep. The first one. The very first. The first one. Oh, oh wow. Okay. So who? Uh, what? What? Uh, this uh, for Black History purposes. You know, it's Black History Month. 
what is Lincoln the land grant? Is that, was that a um, religious? Like, do you know how it started? Because you know how HBCUs, they get started from different reasons. Which one was Lincoln? Religious? So it started Neither. in 1854, mm-hmm. and it was called Ashman Institute, mm-hmm. I believe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's a, it's a Freedman. Uh, it's a private university. Yeah. Um, oh, oh okay. okay. It was started because, well, Cheney existed as an institution, but it was more like a post high school. Mm-hmm. It, black people wanted a place to study and get a degree. Mm-hmm. They weren't accredited, um, right? So there was nowhere to do that to get an actual degree. It was a couple of places like Cheney to go and learn. Mm-hmm. Um, but Ashman Institute started because um, a young br- brother wanted a degree. He went to a white Quaker man named John Dickey, John Miller Dickey. Um, and they started this institute to grant degrees to, to blacks. Mm. That was 1854 when the first degree was awarded. And it was so, only for men. Only for men. It, was, it was only for men until 19, what, 50, yeah. something, something like that. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, we got a lot of good alumni. Man. Langston Hughes. Oh, what? Yeah. Good Marshall. Yeah. Damn. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we got some solid. Horace Man solid. Bond. Oh, yeah. The first Nigerian president. <clears throat> Hold on. Horace Man Bond, he did go to Lincoln. Yes, sir. Before That's he right. came down to Fort Valley. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Look at that connection. He was our first president. Um, yeah, a lot yeah. of yeah. Kwame yeah. Nkrumah, yeah. Winnie yeah, Taggart, the bond, the bond building. <laughs> down in the, oh, it's on there. Yeah, okay. the bond, the yeah. bond building down in Fort Valley State is named after Horace Mann. Wow, oh, nice. yeah. that's why you I said, never yeah, knew that. Good history, good history, black history. <clears throat> so let's get back to y'all. You know, we talking about bad love for those just now tuning in. We're just talking about the process. You know, how do we get here? This is y'all beginning. So, John, when did you knew you were gonna? Mary Winnie because a lot of people say it's on the man right mm. when a man gonna get married like how long did it take you to know and when you answer that what was your example of marriage growing up I knew the day we started dating I knew the day we started dating <laughs> and I'll edit that out <laughs> <laughs> I, I knew the day we started dating we, we get married that was my that was my vision for the relationship. Damn, bro. I like yeah. that. I like that. Yeah. What you, What was your example of marriage? What did you see? Fortunately, fortunately, I had a lot of great examples of marriage, starting with my parents. Um, I think that is important, you know, to come from a family where you see a healthy black uh, marriage. Uh, if it's not your parents, at least, you know, your grandparents, uncles, aunties, something. And I had all of that. I had parent, grandparents, uncles, aunts. Um, I mean, the, the whole nine. So no, I come. No divorce. Mm. It might have been a, a divorce too sprinkled in there, but ma- the majority Damn. was strong relationships, twenty plus years. That's so, um, you know, it, when I look to the future now, I, I do want that for my kids, right? I want us to have that type of healthy relationship to show them because I think that definitely shaped my perception, my vision, and my expectations for marriage and for a relationship. Mm. I've never been, you know, just a a person who dates, you know, for for fun. You know, I mean, I've I've dated, you know, but nothing serious. Mm -hmm. When I think back, Winnie was my only serious relationship. I've been in goofy relationships, Mm -hmm. right, as a, a teen, as a young college kid. But, you know, when I got with Winnie, 
you know, it was for the purpose of marriage. I like that. Yeah. Was you, um, I like that too. Um, it's funny when you said goofy relationships. Like, you know what that means. <laughs> them goofies. <laughs> goofy hoes. <laughs> Some goofy ass out like, there. But them, what, what was when they trying to see about? <laughs> Cause we got a lot of, we got a lot of sisters that listen to this podcast. So you knew, right? You knew that you wanted to marry her. What were some of Winnie's actions that affirmed your thoughts? Like, what were the things that she did? Cause you know, you can think somebody gonna be your wife and then they can start doing goofy shit. And then you're like, nah, I ain't fucking with you no more. Like, what were some of the things that you saw in her actions that made you say, yeah, I'm right? Yeah. Good question. Yeah. She was vulnerable. She was vulnerable. Um, she, she set her expectations very, very early. Um, Edit that. Honestly, <laughs> I was about to say, note that one. Like, yeah. Set them expectations. Because you have to let them be known as well. Yeah. It's not yeah. just about setting them. It's like, damn, do you even know them so we can go off of them? Yeah. Men, we're yeah. kind of robotic a little bit. Mm-hmm. We will meet your expectations if you set them. Yeah. And and I aim to do that. She 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 set her expectations. Um, First, she was God-fearing. I, I'll tell you that. She was in the church. So that was one of the Ooh, things. Y'all heard that? Yeah. Y'all so heard that? Was, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Was, she, was she saying she loved God or did she actually go to church? Like what? No, so that was one of the things, actually, that why I was attracted to her. So it wasn't just her, her beauty, um, her personality. She sung in the church. So I never actually went to the chapel prior to meeting Winnie. She invited me for the first time and she actually sung the, you know, she did the praise and worship at the church on campus. So that's when I started going every Sunday just to really hear her sing. Sometimes I would slide out afterwards, you know, but I did go to hear her sing. Oh, you, like me, you, so, want to, you want to hear the singing. Yeah. So, so that would be, <laughs> now you want to sing. <laughs> My mom want to sing. Yeah. So she loved God. So that made me feel her, you know, genuineness. Um, I know, I'm, I'm vulnerability. Yeah. She opened up to you. Yes. Set expectations early. Yeah. Had a clear expectation. Um, God fearing. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. So I'm just making this list for the sisters that's yeah. listening. And All she right. was genuine. I, I could tell that, you know, um, I could tell she was genuine. Just she she went to church. Um, she was an honest woman. She, you know, she believed in trust, right? Um Yeah. So those 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 are the things she did early on to make me, you know, that confirm, you know, that this was the one. Now, John's a man of few words, but he said two key things. Honest mm-hmm. woman. And mm-hmm. some of y'all women ain't honest. Y'all might be cool. Y'all might be good. Y'all not honest. Mm-hmm. And he said, believes in trust. Yeah. Not just trusting, believes in trust. Some of y'all say y'all want trust, but y'all don't even believe in trust. Come on, gotta trust. Come on, man. Come on, I like that. All right, when like talk that. to the brothers. Talk to the brother now. Uh, so I just want to speak on that before I forget it, and then you can ask me. But I feel like trust has to be matched with action. Like I said, like when I told him, like I asked him, are you interested? And he said, yeah. And that was it. So I had to trust that his actions were enough. You know, so a woman can't trust something if she's not seeing something to trust. Like we just playing, we just playing. All right, so talk to her. When did you know this was your husband? Uh and what were some of the things that affirmed that for you? So I don't remember the moment, but I swear on everything. I remember like a voice, which was God. I knew it was God. And he said, either you're gonna be with this man 
and have a happy life or you're going to be childish. And the reason I say that Damn. is because I was 21. Like, oh, I'm, childless or childish? Childish. Mm, okay. Um, I was 21. I'm in college. I'm president. I'm hot. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm popping. And <laughs> I'm just being honest. That's that Washington. In the- <laughs> I'm at the prime of who I am at that age. Like, I'm growing into my womanhood. And then I meet this man who's, like, super amazing, but yet it's so much I don't know. And it's at a time when I really don't want to be serious. Like, who's trying to find a husband? But I heard... She like, had hoes. No, I'm not saying... <laughs> I'm, just saying but I'm just saying we were both in great places in our lives. And it was like something that was like, either you're going to choose the light or you're going to be childish. And so I don't know really at what point that happened, but I just made a decision that I'm not going to be childish and I'm going to pursue this. And what that looks like, John told me very early on, he looked at me and he said, I don't argue. Mm. He was like, I don't argue. And so what that meant is that if you come to him with some stupid shit, like I'm not discussing it, I'm not arguing it. Like, let's be adults. Is that hell true? Absolutely. Mm. Eleven years later. That's absolutely. So yeah, y'all yeah, for the uh for the audience that's looking at y'all looking like babies, give them a look at your credits. You been your been together how long? Married how long? Been together 11 years. Been together 11 years. Dang. Married five and a half. Been going on six this year. Yeah. Yep. So, you know, that's, that's my, five is my mark. Like, you really get a five years, you can talk. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's like a, that's like a business. If any business makes it past five years, it's like, okay. Yeah, you can talk. The, the company might be sustainable. Yeah. Yeah. Now, the couples y'all going to hear for, uh, throughout the month, this probably might be the youngest couple. We got a lot of 20. We got a 40 year couple we got we got some nice we got some heat coming wow. so just to and let and people we got know a gay couple coming too right? <clears throat> <laughs> yeah patreon <laughs> you know five years was my mark like if john didn't ask me to marry him in five years i was like damn you gonna wait that long like longer than five you talking about five, i was about to say five to years to get engaged after you ask she's gonna give him five years to no 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 like from the moment I we decided to be in a relationship, you gonna like, date for five years? Yeah, like oh. I wasn't going past five years. Oh. Well, what? Cause you weren't going past college, or no? That wouldn't have been. Y'all would have been out of college. I just yeah, said we five years. Five years is a long time. Yeah, that's a, that's a good grace. And did John? Did you know this? I don't remember if I knew that or not. <laughs> no, you but, did. But, we made a goal though. We oh, were okay, like, let's okay, get our okay. masters. Okay. <clears throat> After okay. we got our masters, we said we would have that conversation. And and also, I do remember. She started talking about it. Mm-hmm. And, and that's, I give some advice to the fellas when they start talking about it. It's time. Um, she started making marriage references and all that. T- she said it's time. So it was time. You know, you ain't, you ain't about to. <laughs> I mean, that's <laughs> no, said, because, for real. Can they talk about it prematurely, in your opinion? I don't think so. No, I don't, mm. I don't think so. I don't think the right one can talk about it prematurely. Correct. Yeah. I think a goofy. Yeah, that's why. <laughs> but the thing is, we were lying too. So I had a very, very mature job in college, and it made sense for us to say we were engaged because uh, John was going with me to these political events. Yeah, yeah. You know, we young and we black, and we yeah. was just like, you know what? His dad told us. His dad was like, "Stop calling her your girlfriend." Yeah, I, yeah. I've been told that too. So yeah. we were saying we were engaged years before we were actually engaged. Couple times. 
Yeah. So what about? Oh my God. What about, uh, I'm sorry. We being serious with y'all. This nigga's stupid. Uh, what about, um, that? Talk about meeting y'all families because, you know, for me, marriage, the way I look at marriage is strengthening the kingdoms, right? Mm-hmm. You know, you are literally going to, you got a whole new set of family that you can call on, build with. Woo, woo, woo. Talk about your experience of meeting Winnie family. And when you met House of Washington. And, and I'm asking you, be really real. This is like, it's my family. So you can say whatever you want to say. Oh, like, good. without no, like, I don't care. You know me and my family. Ain't nobody going to get you. You can't get in trouble. Yeah. Say so, the real <laughs> answer. Well, first of all, I was prepared. Winnie prepared me for the family. What did that as, sound as like? Be, as best as she could. What did um, she say? I mean, she told me the good, the bad, the ugly. Um, she and, and she was honest. Like I'm saying, she she opened up about a lot of stuff. Her family, some past traumas, some past successes. Like I said, the good, the bad, and the ugly. So I knew, man. I, I knew Eldridge, right? I knew Nick. <laughs> I knew. Excuse me. I knew Eldridge. I knew Nick. Um, oh, that I, was a good. I don't worry about that. I, I knew him. Uh, I knew Victoria, right? So. I was excited to meet them, um, you know, but I knew some of the the past traumas that I had to kind of be careful with. Um, I knew of uh, some of the things that, you know, you know, she she was vulnerable, like mm-hmm. like I said with me. So um, it was 20, man. When, was it man, in OKC? It was. It was mm-hmm. 2014. Mm-hmm. Like, so it, we that was, was only, the first time we did that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Victoria mm-hmm. Pro? We was only a year in. And we drove to OKC mm. um, with her sister. That's crazy. My, yeah. Victoria <laughs> went to prom. Yeah. And uh, it was, I don't know why it was such a big deal. I guess she the baby. And I don't think none of us really had the prom. We did her capstone with her. You remember we had to go to the high school and we all gave speeches. So that's yeah. why it was a big Y'all deal. Y'all put on the performance and all yeah, that. Yeah, it was a whole bunch of shit going yeah, on. Yeah. Matter of fact, she went to prom with Poppy G's son. Oh, okay. Shout out to Poppy G. Yeah. So, what's uh, G, uh, damn, what's G saying? Jonathan. Yeah, Jonathan. Yeah, she went to prom with Jonathan. All right, boom. So yeah, that was so, the first and, time. And, and, okay, and all y'all yeah. met at the same time. You, your mom, Victoria, and who else? Was Nick was there. Oh, Nick, Nick was there. Paula. Okay. Oh, Isaiah. Isaiah was a little kid. Yeah, yeah everybody. Okay. He met everybody at the same time. Shout out to everybody was there. My dad. Yeah. yeah, everybody. Yeah. Um, uncles, a couple uncles was there in, in OKC. Hey, what's um, up? so yeah, we, we was there. Um, so we was at the house. We stayed at the apartment. Uh, man, did everybody stay there? No. We stayed at the apartment. I know, I remember Eldridge and Nick and Paul <laughs> making it a big deal that we slept in a room together. Oh, shit. Yeah, 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 we did. Yeah, yeah, we did. Yeah, 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 we did. Leave that door open. Leave that door open. I think it was. I think we probably left the door open. So we we were on the bed. We were on the bed. Eldridge was laying right next to us on the floor. (laughs) (laughs) This is I don't even remember he this. I'm be real with y'all. I don't he even remember right this. Right on the floor. This nigga remember this shit. Yeah. This is first time meeting your ass. But it was it was all love. That was all love. We had a good time. We had a good time. So that, that was up. the first time meeting. That was yeah. that time. Okay. That was that what about time. House of Taggart? I don't remember the first time, but I remember. Damn. Um, no, because John's family like took care of me as soon as they 
like he gave me the clearance to meet his family um, because they were in Delaware, which was only like 20 minutes from Lincoln. From that point on, I became like a resident in the household. Like his parents took now, me in. Let me ask you, I cut you off. John, is meeting your family a big deal? Some people did, some people is not. Is meeting your family, was that a big deal for you? It was. Absolutely. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I used to see his family. We were dating. John was playing football. <laughs> I would be sitting like 10 feet away from his family. But I knew at that time we did not clear each other. <laughs> totally. To like, yeah, yeah. So I would be watching <laughs> his mom and dad and siblings like cheer him on on the field. Like, so I was very aware of who oh, yeah, they you, were. Yeah, you was getting wife though. You was getting married. Yeah. You so were listening. Yeah, John, I ain't, yeah. I ain't had to clear. You gonna find that out here. So <laughs> when I met his family, oh, do you remember the first time? No, I don't remember the first time, but they took me in. I was spending the night. I mean, we were going to dinners. Um, One thing I learned, like just from being around his family is like, you have to have the same or similar background. I think that's very important. Like I came from Mm. healthy. John came from healthy. Mm. So when it comes to family expectations, we were already very clear on that. Like you have to love on my family. Like I love on my family. and I agree with you. I think when they say opposites attract, I think it might be personality types, but background. Yeah. I do think backgrounds kind of got to be a little similar so we can kind of understand. It, it's why I'm with Uma. I can't get with no snow bunny. You know what I'm saying? I need to have some type of cultural eating. And like you say, healthy, unhealthy. That's why somebody who's healthy is with somebody who's toxic. It's like, unless that toxic person is doing the work, it's like, unfortunately, you might want it to work, but it's like, damn. It just, you know, we don't come from the same cough. You know, it just ain't going to work. Her background really shaped a lot of her expectations for mm. me um, because of how her brothers and her father treated her. Um, you know, holding holding doors and, and opening car doors, that was something I never really learned. I never really was seek that type of guidance from my dad, even though he would have gave it to me. Mm-hmm. But we didn't have those type of conversations, right? Mm-hmm. So... That's not something I would have naturally. Man, they from Philly. Get on the bus. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> come on. Come on. Yeah. We, you know, so, you know, the fact that I opened her door still to this every time, every mm-hmm. time she learned that from her brothers and her father. She taught that to me. She said, that's her expectation. You see what I'm saying? So, um, I like that. I, I was, I'm glad, you know, I was happy then that she came from that type of solid foundation, that solid background. I like that. Yeah. Brothers can co-learn too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm still tripping on laying beside y'all in the bed. Nigga, I'm yeah, not tripping. Like, you the brother, nigga. Like, yeah, no, I'm, I just don't remember that shit. You know what I'm saying? I gotta... My siblings were so mad that my mom allowed us to sleep in the same room because my mama didn't play that. You not married. Oh, yeah. Y'all look deep yeah. through the crates. Deep through the crates. We already know what Miss Paula's main objective yeah. was. <laughs> so we know when no sleeping in the same room. Yeah, that wasn't like, that man. This, this shit lame. <laughs> <laughs> I can't they remember my show. Is it? It was mad. <laughs> yeah, I like that. I like that, man. So, um, I'll say this from a brother perspective. When I really, when I met John, I wasn't, it wasn't like, I wasn't taking them as serious as they were taking themselves. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm still thinking this is just. It's college. But you saw them being serious. Though. Like, you weren't taking it serious, but you saw your sister. Well, I, I wouldn't, because I wasn't taking it serious, I wasn't even looking for the signs gotcha. that they were as serious as they were. That's yeah. probably why I'm talking all this shit about them standing in the same bed and shit like this. Because if I would have seen them the way I started to see them, I wouldn't trip. 
when I uh, started rocking with John, Becky was always traveling overseas. Like you said, when he first met her, she had just got back from Ecuador. Mm-hmm. She was traveling overseas to Ecuador. While in Ecuador, Becky almost had a abduction accident incident mm-hmm. where she almost was abducted. And it was one of the things where we used to talk shit about her. You ain't never going nowhere. Then Becky just started going oh. everywhere. And then I started like, all right, all right, you prove your point. Yeah, you ain't gotta, down. you ain't gotta go nowhere. You ain't gotta go study here, all that shit. Exactly. Come um, down. So. so she left for Ecuador, then she was getting ready to go to China. Who going nowhere? Exactly. <laughs> so it was when John started traveling with you. That's when, like, cause John, you went with her to China and I was like, yeah, that big ass nigga, she good. You know what I'm saying? It was <laughs> cause anybody know me and my family, they know how I am. I'm always the, I'm I'm looking at protection. I'm looking at logistics. I'm always thinking of is everybody good. And I remember when I found out John with, with her, out of the list of problems that's going in the back of my head or risk of a uh, risk, that was one that kind of went away because mm-hmm. I was like, she good with John, and that's when I started taking them serious when they went to China. Like, so how did that work? How did y'all end up going to China together? We debate about that. We always are like, nah, it was my decision. Nah, it was my decision. But long story short, we wanted to get our master's and Lincoln had a program at the time where you could potentially get it in China. Mm. Um, so we went to China to pursue our master's and it didn't work out. But that's why we went. Mm. Yeah. But y'all know who was like, let's go first. But y'all knew that was one of those crux part of the relationship. Mm-hmm. Like y'all didn't go together. Who knows where y'all would have been today? Well, John, thing? well, John had already been to China as well. Oh, okay. China, John went to China in high school, so he already had like history Tra- traveling there. Black man. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So he had already been there. So I feel like between that, his prior knowledge, and then just my desire to go as well, like it just it helped. It made sense. You speak Mandarin, John? You over there speaking Mandarin? Love it. What about uh? How did y'all get to England though? Because y'all end up getting your uh, masters in England, correct? Mm-hmm. That was definitely me. So um, yeah. <laughs> hey. we no we uh so we were in China for a year. An opportunity came up for me to play ba- uh, football in England while while we did while I did my masters. Right, that was the program. It was a scholarship to play on their team and also study. What school? This was Durham University. Okay, yeah, Durham University in Durham, England. <clears throat> I was not going to go without Winnie. So we looked at programs for her. I didn't know that, though. Right, right. I <laughs> she, didn't know that. Yeah, she didn't know. So I was actually starting to look at some programs for her. I'm like, this is going to be a little harder than just, just doing it. We don't, you know, we don't have money just to be paying to go to England right now um, for, you know, for Winnie. So I actually reached out to the recruiter and the, um, you know, the coaches and things. And I was like, look, I'm not going without my fiance. She needs a scholarship, too. And, and that's when I knew. That's when I knew, actually. And y'all wasn't actual fiance. No, we and, were not. Okay, but and that's when I knew John. Like he had did a lot before for me, but in that moment, because the whole time I was kind of being childish, I was like, "Well, you go to England, I'm going back to China. I'm gonna do my thing. Yeah. You go do your thing." Because I didn't want to look like a chick that's following him. Like I got my own goals. I got what I got going on. Yeah. Stupid. She was. She was. Yeah, yeah I was being stupid. I was being childish. She was on that way, but um, yeah. no. But she saw that action. You she like, got offered a scholarship to be a, a, a journalist for the sports mm. teams at oh. the university. 
They gave her a scholarship so she can also pursue. My boy put a Giannis move like, look, yeah, I ain't playing unless so. my family coming. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For real, for real, that's yeah, what he yeah. said. Yeah, that's what he said. So, I like that, yeah. man. I like that. And y'all, that's leverage. where y'all got your. Now, I ain't gonna lie, that's I ain't got much beef with John. One beef I do have because <laughs> <laughs> I know. one beef I did have. Everybody was going to. I went today. You know, graduate college graduations. Especially if you got siblings with W last name, are boring as fuck. Hell yeah, Y'all long as you gotta wait to the end. You gotta wait to so and I, then a common last name too. So that's why you didn't go. I went to England. I mean, I went to uh Philly for that graduation. It was cool. They had a graduation party. It was all good. And then I remember when everybody was getting ready to go over to England for that. Me personally, once you see England, you done seen it. I ain't. I ain't hyped about Europe. Mm. I ain't hyped about the graduations. So I was like, I can't. And I was in a relationship. I couldn't afford to bring everybody. So I ain't want to just live. I was like, fuck it. Hey, I ain't going. This nigga didn't say, hey, bro, I'm about to engage your sister. If you would have said that, I'm not missing that. But, you know he, but he would have spoiled it, right? If he no, if you would have told me, he wouldn't have sold it. But I get it. You got to keep it close to the chest. But did you did you ask for anybody's blessing, like the dad or his mom? I'm a, I'm gonna be honest. It happened really fast. Mm-hmm. Me making a decision to propose during oh, that. Trip. I think it did that shit like skydiving. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> you gotta just but, jump out the place. We we left in January. That's uh-huh. when the graduation was. That's when we've been over there. We were living at the time in Atlanta. I went back up to Delaware, to my parents' house, to because they were going too, right? Mm-hmm. Winnie and the family, her family, came up there because we were flying out of Philly. So I was only up there for maybe a week before we went on the trip. Mm-hmm. That's when I bought the ring. I decided in that short time, in that week, that I was going to do it what at the graduation. What made you do it then? Why then? It just like I said, she she had already been throwing the hints. We had already kind of been talking about it. Mm-hmm. That was that was the plan. I just I don't know. I don't know what made me do it then. Did you, but did you I, talk to your parents or anything? Did yeah, kind so of push you over there. So I ran it. I ran it by my parents. I ran it by my dad. He got all excited. He actually mm-hmm. we went together. We picked out the ring. I like me that. and my, I like, me and my I, like, I like that your dad was excited. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Me, I had I ain't really had the money. He 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 showed me how to come up with the money. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying with the with the bank and all that. Yeah, he was all he gave the mask. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> this is how you come up with Stick the money. Stick yeah. Yeah. Up. No, I mean yeah, yeah. yeah. He, <laughs> I heard my daddy was super excited too. I heard this thing was so. Hey. And you asked, yeah, Hell I did. Yeah. I did run it by her dad um, during the trip. Maybe mm-hmm. the, f- the first day of the trip, I pulled him to the side. Which many claims she saw me do, but I pulled him to the side and I told him. Where, and, I, where, where? and I also told Nick. We were in London. No, what's that place called? We was at the Buckingham Palace. Buckingham Palace. I mean, Palace. at Buckingham Palace. Everybody taking pictures. Yeah. Uh, and then randomly, I see John and Daddy to the side. So I knew. That was the best time for me to do it. Because I was proposing the next day. Mm. We were at London. And then the next day, we were going to Durham for the graduation. Um, yeah, that's when I ran it by him. I knew, but I didn't know he was going to ask me. I'm thinking John's talking to him now and eventually it will come. Cause we always said when we graduate, we'll take that step. I did not think that John was going to take that step on the day we graduate. You took it literally. You set the expectation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he met it. 
Mm, mm, he made it. I like that. Meeting expectations. That's what's up. So we going in. We now engage. Mm-hmm. Uh, talk to us about, you know, it's a lot of young couples that's getting married, right? What are some of the things y'all did right, did wrong with your marriage and planning to them couples that's thinking about making that step? Because how old were y'all at that time when that happened? 20 what? Six. 26. I was 26. She was 25. Mm. What do you mean? What we did right or wrong? Like, in terms so, of- you know, a couple of questions like, one, were you happy with your wedding? That's number one. Yes or no. Did you feel like you overspent? Spent, like, did you spend too much money? Is there something you would have did different? Is there any advice that somebody is about to get married? Mm-hmm. Okay, so we expedited our wedding. We said we was going to get married a year later. And then three months in, we said, nah, we get married now. Like, let's do it now. Why? Our grandparents. Okay. Mm-hmm. They were alive. Yeah. You don't never know yeah. when anybody is going to go. And we was like, you know what? We need to do this now so the people we love can see it. That's dope. That's why we did it. Thoughtful. Like yeah. Um, so I don't regret what we spent at all. Right. We stayed in budget. We stayed in budget. We had a hard budget and we stayed within that budget. I don't think we had any options to go outside of that budget <laughs> anyway. Um, cause we self-funded our wedding. We were, Getting our checks and literally spending hold everything. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Daddy ain't pay for the wedding. That, that was tradition. What? Mr. Yeah. E, what's up, Mr. E? Come on now. Winnie's father was all in support, but he this, <laughs> it, this was his first child to get married. Yeah, yeah. My- I don't think he was necessarily schooled on tradition. tradition yeah, yeah. He probably know now. He probably know now. Yeah, that yeah. nigga know he did that heavy. Oh, he knew? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to give him a... I'm trying to give him look. I've heard that tradition, but I'm like, I've never really seen it. I've only seen it happen one time in a yeah. black family. Shout out to my boy, Daryl Brooks. Her daddy... Pay for everything to the point where my boy was like, "Hey man, I see how much you spend it. Just give me half of that. So <laughs> Let that us was- get a house." And he was like, "Nah, it's my daughter's wedding, and that's what we're gonna do." But he was the only one in my thirty plus years of being on this earth. Everybody else black, you know, we'll chip in, we'll help, we'll have you. But it's not the tradition, right? Daughter of the bride, you know, that how the movie used to go. That was disappointing. Father for me. of the bride, I mean. I think that was very disappointing. Before we got married, like. When we were planning, we went to our parents and we sat my mama and daddy down. And we were like, listen, realistically, how much can you give for the wedding? And they gave us a number. So the whole planning process, we had this expectation of this number and it didn't happen. It Mm. didn't happen. And so, you know, no, we're not bitter or anything, but I was disappointed as like a daughter, you know, about to get married. That was a disappointing moment for me, but it's all good. I didn't mean to bring that. No, no, no it's, 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 all good. it's all good. It showed us though how we can. Nigga, you owe me. <laughs> no, they've definitely made up for it. They've yeah. definitely made up for it. But it also showed us how we could work together. I mean, we were grinding. We were doing construction jobs, like side jobs on top of our job mm. to pay for what we wanted. We was hustling. Yeah. And, and when did y'all get married at? In Monroe. Oh, down uh, on, mm. on the land. That's no, it was um called Nine Oaks Farm. Oh, okay, mm. okay. Yeah, great, great wedding venue in Monroe. Yeah, we um, it's a beautiful Monroe. wedding too. Shout out to Monroe. We had a blast at our wedding. It was a beautiful wedding. It was definitely um, you know, it was it was within our budget, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, so 
if I have to give people advice, actually, I pro- I would say it's probably over our budget. I mean, you shouldn't be going week to week, check to check, spending yeah. on a wedding. I think you should have some type of savings. Yeah, um, agree for a wedding. So I would say it's probably actually over our budget a little bit, but we we really it was worth it. It was worth it. It was worth it. Um, it was a beautiful wedding. Um, Honeymoon, where y'all go? Don't go in debt for a wedding. Yeah, don't go in debt for a wedding. That's crazy. Don't go, don't go in There's debt. There's ways to do a, a cheap wedding. I mean, now nowadays, people are getting really creative yeah. with the courthouse thing. They're spending all their money on their suits or, you know, their mm-hmm. tuxedos, their dresses, the, the makeup, the glam, and all of that. And then a videographer and photographer, like the whole team. I've seen those, uh, those beach weddings. Yeah, but they they're not doing the, the yep, no guests. You don't need no venue, and and they're doing things like that, and making their commitment that way. I mean, there's just so many ways to get creative mm-hmm. if you don't have that money saved up that we probably would have did if we known about those creative ways. But we did want to have that kind of traditional wedding with with the family, and you know, it's beautiful. And we're close with our family, yeah. right? Like the family we invited, which we didn't even invite everybody, but we actually <laughs> talk to those people weekly monthly like we invited people we're close with so i would say also like don't be inviting everyone to your wedding like if they're really not a part of your tribe if you can't call them or text them and they're like engaging with the both of you Mm -hmm. then they shouldn't be there i like that and and, and you asked about the honeymoon so we did not plan a honeymoon we had no money for that so we actually got married we went home we counted our gifts we open all the cards with what we had. Pause. Can we talk about that wedding etiquette? Yeah, go ahead. Shout, hey, shout, <laughs> okay. Talk about it. Let's, talk about let's just be real. That's fact, if so. anybody invites you to your wedding, the rule is you pay for your plate plus your gift. Oh, when you pay for the plate, you mean like that's how much you should donate to the... Yeah, so oh, your okay, gift, okay. or unless they got a registry, right? If they got a mm-hmm. registry and they got stuff on it, go ahead and engage with Man, that. my bad. How much are but, y'all? Oh, shit. Y'all ain't say but shit. But when you go to somebody's wedding... <laughs> Listen right at you. When you go to somebody's <laughs> wedding, <laughs> nigga... No, no. I'm just, I'm just keeping it real. So, like, and you don't always know how much they spent, but kind of gauge it, right? So, oh, and then do I gauge it best based on what the plate was worth? Like, y'all might have spent no, no, 50, no. 50, but this shit... The average wedding monetary wedding gift should start at a hundred dollars. Okay. A hundred dollars. So if it's a couple going, y'all need to start at two hundred dollars. Oh. Not a hundred dollars okay. for both of y'all, right? So it starts at two hundred. Like and then anything this additional. That is wedding etiquette. We've never given less than two fifty to five hundred bucks for <laughs> That's always our gift. In five that is really our average. Yeah. Unless it's been a what couple we gave less than five? Man. I should have invited y'all to my wedding. I think a couple years ago. We never been in two fifty. Nah, I yeah, always be, when we go to people weddings, like yeah. I budget that in our getting ready. Like we gotta we gotta gift y'all five. Because yeah. honestly, people didn't understand etiquette at our wedding. I love our family, but but you know, about I, it, I don't broke niggas. No, well, I, was, I was about to say, I, I don't think it's just like people don't understand. I, I really think people don't know. Like we just talked about know. the paying know. for the wedding for the father, like things like that. Like a lot of black people feel like, do you know the trouble that I had to go to to get to your wedding? And especially That's if I had true. to come in time, if I had to get a hotel, if I had to bring the kids or get a babysitter. Had to, now I'm looking like, well, I'm I'm about five hundred in, and that's why we weren't mad. Mm-hmm. It, we were definitely not mad. Yeah. But when we came home to count our money, to be honest, baby, 
at our wedding when he was dancing and hanging out, I got yeah. our gifts and I went in one of the rooms <laughs> to she count it. Because we had to pay our vendors. Uh, yeah. You saw we, that Dave Chappelle stand up he said he gave his old, old lady the key and she checked the next day. Because <laughs> I'm trying to pay the vendors. We still got the that, bartender yeah. to pay at the end of the night. Oh, you did this shit at the club. Um, yeah, we, we had to pay a all of that. <laughs> Yeah, we had people to pay. We had people to pay. Yeah. That's so that. shout out to people like who brought cash. No, Jesus. I, who gave y'all the money? Uh oh. I know you know. I know. Oh, I, I think. Uh, I know. I, I know who it was. Graham Cookie. Oh, was it Graham Cookie? I was. I, I know it was one of grandparents. Cookie. Who you thought it was? It was either Graham Cookie. That's my grandma. Mm-hmm. My parents. Mm-hmm. Or, I'm Glenn. You just met my auntie the other day. And her uh, husband. Okay. Um, but that's monetary, right? So was, people, because people really mm-hmm. invested in making that day successful. Mm-hmm. We had a lot of hands on it. Did I give anything? <laughs> entertainment. I know you about entertainment. Oh, you definitely made up, bro. Like oh, you made up. Yeah. Uh, so over he was years, a vendor. Like, so we were supposed to be giving him money. Yeah. Yeah. Eldridge was he was uh, our the host. host. I'm about to say, I, I, know, yeah. I know he did some type of entertainment. We should him. Yeah, yeah. 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 No, that's what I'm saying. My, like, my son's birthday party turned it up. So I know. Yeah. 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 No, the investment from people. My mom was busting her behind in the yeah. kitchen. Mm. My granddaddy and grandma hosted a whole brunch the next day oh. at their house. Eldridge was hosting. Nick doing our music. Nick killed the music. You know, I was about to ask you who did it. the music. Your cousin Nick, was the DJ. Nick, Nick wrote right, a song. Right, my cousin Marquise DJ. Nick wrote a song for their birthday. Wedding. I mean, for their wedding. Yeah. Right, right. That shit was, that shit was fire. Yeah. Like one of them Jamie Foxx wedding uh, songs where he did for his wedding. But in Nick way. But the only way that Nick can do it. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm talking about, he got a good time, he rapping and singing. Nick, like, where Nick, the song at, bro? Nick killed that shit. He killed yeah. it. So yeah. we had Marquise as the um, DJ. The DJ. That's crazy. I forgot that. Yeah, so we this. had a lot of family. John family showed up early. Aunt Rose, everybody just like making the table settings. Yeah. Leah functioning as my coordinator. So although we didn't get like those, the wedding standard of money, mm. our family showed up and showed, showed up. up. Now, now for wedding, would y'all rather say it was an out of town guest and they're like, look, either I can send the money or I can come. What would you tell mm, them? That's a tough one. No, because I'm asking. I'm asking for people out there because it's about to be wedding season again. It's about yeah. to get warm. No, we so definitely. Everything I think, that you're saying is apropos. No, the couple definitely wants you there, but if you just really, you know, and that's this is like honesty, right? Honesty. If you love a couple, like just be honest with them. If you can't make it, send some money. Yeah, for sure. Gotcha. But they definitely gotcha. want you there. They but, want you there. Like what about other people? That uh, viral post that going around with a woman sending an invoice to the people that didn't show up. Oh, oh, no. I seen that. I saw that. I saw Don't that. That's lame. Don't do that, but it hurts. Like, we. I ain't gonna lie. Uh, we just had Tiffany with Yes. It was a lot of people that didn't I come to Tiffany. I tried to tell her. I tried and to Rich, tell her. Rich Carlton. Now, don't get me wrong. She had a beautiful wedding. I, I saw the pictures. Great turnout. We had a great time. But it's at the Rich Carlton New Year's Eve, and it was a lot of. When you say a lot of people didn't show, what percentage of people didn't show? Would you say? I ain't gonna say like ten percent, twenty percent. It's probably what two in, empty tables. Don't completely matter. Empty tables. When you paying a hundred and fifty dollars a person, <laughs> yeah. if it's one person, well, how, yeah. how you know the guy? Up. 
Huh? Well, I mean, and I do weddings, so I do my my wedding put me in the wedding industry, right? So my wedding put me in the wedding industry because I realized all the gaps, what I wish I had. So then that you know made it a great business for me to enter into. Um, so yeah, I know the numbers, and of course, my cousin called me as soon as she decided she was getting married. Shout out to cousin um, Teddy through the crates, y'all. So yeah, so. Fucking and show up, I ain't know. I ain't yeah, lie. that's crazy. Yeah, that's but crazy. I'm tired. Like, hey, y'all, pack them plates up to go. I paid for. Them. <laughs> <laughs> like, don't play with me. <laughs> like, food, if man. I'm paying, I want it. I want all of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So, kids, did y'all ever think y'all would be where y'all at right now oh, at this time? Question. That's a great question. Yeah. 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 Do y'all want the kids too? I- what what was your philosophy on kids before you had them? We always talked about having 10 kids. And I don't know if we said it jokingly or <laughs> we were serious, but we were literally were saying we want 10 kids. Um, that number kind of went to seven at one point. And again, I don't know if we were saying this jokingly or did we really <laughs> want this, but when kids actually became a reality, um, Man, we realized we might be done. You too, man. We gonna see though, but yeah, we two in. Um, it's beautiful. We knew we have kids. Um, and they, they are exactly how we thought they would be. Hey, you know what I mean? They're they're a blessing. Any um, advice to new parents out there? Can, how, how are the kids now? Two months and two years old. Two months and two. Two and two. 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 I like that. So my advice would be to know why you want kids. So I don't believe that love is enough. Just because I love my husband doesn't mean that I need kids by him. Because I do think loving your husband is enough if you don't, you don't need a product of that love. But for every relationship is different. But for me and John, it was very important for me to have a product of our love if he died. Or when he dies. Because we're all going to die. We're all going to die. But I would never want to live a day on this earth without him. But if I had to, then I'm going to be happy to look up and see him. Right. So, for me, that's why I wanted kids. What about you, Joe? I just know um, what family means to me. And, and I've been blessed to have parents that loved us. Um, it was a lot of us. I have uh, eight siblings. So it's nine of us all together. Um, and when I tell you every Christmas, every birthday, every graduation, my parents, you know, they showed up, they were there every football game. My parents was in the stands. Mm. Um, so I just knew what type of parent I wanted to be. And I knew Winnie would be the perfect mom. Um, um, so yeah, I, you know, I, I, life goes full circle. So I, I, I'm trying to give, we're trying to give our kids exactly what, you know, we had growing up cause we had both had amazing parents and, and amazing childhoods. But my advice is just to know your why, know why you want to have kids because kids are hard. Yeah. It's hard. Show you right. We in the trenches. Show you motherfucker. Show you right. <laughs> Y'all want some more? <laughs> two months in is hard to ask. Yeah, <laughs> it's hard to see that two months. In, I, can, I know. Yeah, that. part of me is like so okay with being done. Like I'm so okay with that. But then the other part of me is like, 
one, we create perfect babies. And two, we don't have a daughter. Oh, you got to get that little girl. Mm-hmm. I, I know you want to suggest trying for that. Uh, yeah, who, you who, know, because then what if the you girl, try? Who wants the girl more? You or you? I don't think it's. I think Winnie wants the girl more, but I do want a girl because I do want a, a little Winnie. I want that for her. It's I don't think it's I don't think I'm capable. Brother. I don't think I'm capable of having girls, but I'm just trying to say it's unfortunate, but Winnie won't have a girl. Yeah, you know, I would be okay with not having a daughter. I would. None of my siblings will have girls. It's all on, boys. Only LG. We're seven for seven. Yeah. I'm I'm guaranteed. Not to have a girl. So the thing is, I take parenting, I take marriage extremely serious, but I take parenting even more serious. So I am not in the business of just having kids because, oh, I want a daughter. I want a son. Mm. Like the way we parent is so intentional. So I don't really see how we could parent in the capacity that we want to at this moment with more children. So it's more of a maturity decision of like. How has the. Children and parenting amplifies your relationship. Like, what do you see now? You see him as an active father or active mother. So communication has amplified, like, the ability to have very clear communication. Um, I love seeing John be a dad. Like, John's a dope dad. I mean, you have a dope dad, so I'm not surprised because of where he came from. Um. But I am, I remember when we first had our first son and a lot of people were like, girl, you're so lucky to have a man that's helping you and doing this and that. And I'm like, hold up. I wouldn't have it no other way. Like, what's the point? What's the point of being married and having kids if we're not having a partnership? So I love that, you know, I can just really brag. I could always brag about the man you are, but I can really brag about the, you know, the father that you are. And our sons, they love him. They love being around him. Okay. They're learning from him actively. I thought I would be the one teaching our kids more things, but John is definitely playing probably a bigger role. I will argue the other way around. Really? I, yeah, I think Wendy's more hands on with the with the teaching. I love seeing her gifts reflected in them. Mm-hmm. So already our, our baby James Brown exactly our two year old loves music right he has that gift already yeah, I've seen that viral clip oh yeah oh yeah so that's you know that's Winnie right there oh, now yeah, I so. I did introduce him to the, the old school music but I put the ball in your crib yeah but you know <laughs> I don't think he will have those the gift that he has for yeah, music so. if it wasn't for the discipline her. comes from I mean he she sings to him she's always you know since mm-hmm. and you know both of them since they came into this world, right? Singing to them, um, the singing around them, right? So he, they're in church with us. Today we were in church yeah. and he's clapping, he's singing, right? I'm chilling in church. I'm like this, right? That's all I do. I, I don't get up. I don't shout or nothing. I love the Lord, but I, I'm like this in church. <laughs> but right? you, And you go to church though. Yeah, I, I go to church, but the she's, the, she's the one that's standing, right? When he's standing, when he's clapping, singing, and that's what our son is doing. So he's learning from her, even if it's not, you know, even if she doesn't know, she's directly teaching him. Like she, he's looking at her. Oh, and, yeah. um, What's that's, that's how they definitely learn. Yeah. What's been your biggest hurdle that y'all have overcome as a married couple? Broke family. That's a tough one. <clears throat> I think, uh, 
I think the outside world um, has different expectations of relationship, of marriage. Um, for me, you know, love, marriage is it's complex. It's, it is complex, but it's not complicated. Um, and I think the world, the world wants us to believe that it is complicated, that it's difficult. And I don't think it is. Um, so you have the social media, you have the naysayers, you just have people um, with opposing opinions of what this thing is supposed to look like. Um, so tuning them out and staying where we are and thriving and, and um, enjoying each other, enjoying this marriage, you know, I, I think that's the biggest obstacle we've had to overcome. And so far we've had done a good job of overcoming those things. Mm. And you got one. I would agree. I think what John is saying, the way I just interpreted that is just really learning how to stay in your bubble and knowing when you need to tap into that. We live in a very loud world, a very loud world. And just knowing when you need to zone in on each other and zone in on our goals. So we come from big families. We're always with family. We're always with friends. We're always traveling. You know, we're both trying to reach our own goals and just learning how to, you know, still love on yourself, but love, know, knowing what your partner needs from you and knowing when he, your partner needs you to zone in on y'all. So that has, I hope that makes sense, you know. Um, what's that one thing that, and both of y'all answer this, what's that one thing, if you could change it, you would, but you learned to accept it. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> that's, that's a couple questions. I annoy John so much. I used to bleach his stuff all the time. Accidentally. Yeah, yeah she bleached my laundry. All the time. I'm not good at laundry. I'm not. When did he be not. doing something? Oh, you mean like no, mixing the whites and the colors? I ain't talking about what you do. I'm talking about what's something that John do. I know. I just thought about that. But because I'm the one who be doing crazy stuff. Okay. I'm going to think about my answer. I'll let you answer. Yeah, when he, when he um, she annoy me sometimes. Like, you know, she be. <laughs> Like she said, she'd be bleaching my stuff. She'd be touching my stuff. You know, I'll leave my my watch in one place. I'll come back. It's in a different place. And I'll be like, you know, why you got to touch my stuff? Like, your stuff is out of place as well. Why you, like, you know, so, you know, it's little things. Um, well, you don't even use this. Why she, you don't, she don't give me the whole side of the story sometimes. I think that's a, a practice of a lot of women. They try to, you know, leave details out because they don't feel like their man can handle it. Or uh, they got to tell their man a different time than... You know, the event actually start, you know, but I, I tell Winnie, I don't need that. You know, I can, I can comprehend, I can handle the whole truth and nothing but the truth. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> like she, she, I mean, today I'm here cause you know, she, she was upfront with me and I, but this is something being here today is something she would have lied to me about. Hey man, we just gonna swing through. I gotta pick something up from Elders right quick. I come and I'm supposed to be on the podcast. She would have done that. Now I wouldn't put that past her. So, <laughs> um, you know, little things like that. Um, I've learned to accept because that that's her. Um, she liked the host. She liked the host. You know, gatherings and things at at the crib and. You know, um, all, tired of all the time because <laughs> you're an introvert, she's the extra, yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all be tired of her coming up. Um, so you know, it's, we, it's be call, we be calling John like, and Becky come over, play, <laughs> you know. So, so that's one of the things I've, I've learned. learned to love about John. I do love 
how focused you are and how John doesn't need to be around a lot of people. That's good sometimes. But, you know, like I've learned to love that he doesn't always want people around or he don't want to go around people. So when a lot of people invite us to things, a lot of couples want to hang out and, you know, whoever's listening, just know it's me while we came because John would be good with never hanging out with anyone. Yeah. So I've learned to accept that about you. And then I've also learned to accept that John isn't going to do too much talking. That's been very consistent in our relationship. He's going to talk enough. He's going to say enough, but I'm a person. I just over talk about stuff. I want to have coffee. I want to sit and have a chat about it for hours. And it's like, no, let's get to the point. Let's be intentional about what we're saying and let's move on. Okay. Mm. Okay, John, go back to the gym when well, you first seen her. Mm-hmm. Say you got a time machine and you could go back from this point right now and go back to that moment and tell your past self advice about what's to come. Mm-hmm. What would you tell that John when he seen Winnie? What advice would you give him to get y'all to where y'all are right now? <clears throat> I would tell that John to uh, be careful um, about his reputation. Be very careful about some of his some of his actions on campus. Uh, be more focused in uh, in football, right? Because you got to impress this woman. Um, I, w- I would tell that John these things because I feel like a relationship. That's destined to be, you know, could could easily not happen. It can never occur if you make the wrong move, if I made the wrong misstep. Um, if I mess around and talk to another girl at that time, right, during those couple of months um, and got into a, a relationship, you know, this may have never happened, right? So I'm happy with the way things played out, but I know at that time, I might have made some missteps that could have easily, not, you know, ruined all this and not got us here. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, she wasn't the only girl on campus, right? She wasn't the only girl at that camp, right? What if another one of those, uh, you know, students, you know, camp counselors came up to me and said, hey, train me, right? Then I could be sitting. They was reaching know, with, out to you, though. You know see what I'm saying? So, <laughs> you know, it it was a lot of things that, I wouldn't even have done that, right? We still got here, so but it's, it's some things that I wouldn't have done, right? Um, just to ensure that, that this moment happens. I think you said something important in the beginning. John said, I believed in trust. So it was a lot of moments just in marriage and life where I had to trust that what John was saying was that, you know, when you see certain things, you might be like, nah, that don't look right. That don't seem right. Why would you do this, that? And just trust that what he was saying was enough. Wanting mm. to believe it. Mm. Same same thing. You get to go back to Winnie. What advice would you give her? My advice would just to be to stay consistent. The reason why John was intrigued by me when we were working out and stuff. I mean, he says he liked me before, but what really made him go for it is because I was consistent. I was the first client of his that ever was consistent about, okay, this is what I want and I'm going to work for it. And so just showing, you know, my man, like 
being consistent in who I am and developing myself. It's not his job to develop me. It's my job to develop me. And then he compliments me, you know, so just maintain being consistent in my self-development. I ask y'all that because, you know, it's somebody that just saw their Winnie today. Somebody that just saw their John today Mm -hmm. and they need advice to get to that other side. Yeah. So thank y'all for that. Um, I like that. Women worry about yourself. Niggas stay away from them hoes. <laughs> you know, we break shit, we break shit down. Yeah. <laughs> um, so let's talk about y'all goals. What are y'all goals for y'all marriage right now? Whether it be for each other, for parents, like what are y'all looking for in the future? So many. You want to go first? You want me to go? Um, we're going to renew our vows. So it's always been a goal to take our rings at five years and then, um, and then yeah, you can go. Okay. Yeah, you can go. Just be careful when you walk through that camera. <clears throat> just put, just uh, push it. So it's always been our goal at five oh, years oh, oh, to, oh, my bad. Yeah. Yeah. It's always this been our goal. This nigga just walked off the set, girl. God <laughs> damn, what? <laughs> So it's been our goal to um, take our rings and put them away so that our kids can have them. That was something we always wanted to do. So we are going to get new rings and then put these away and then give them to our sons. Do your kids ain't going to want them goddamn rings? No, they don't, they don't have to use them. <laughs> no, I, I, they don't have to use them. They don't want some holographic. <laughs> no, it's just symbolic. But, but, hold on. You mean like. Because it's two, so they had to split the rings? Or? Well, maybe one will... <laughs> you get the first anniversary ring. Yeah, maybe one will get his father's band that he might want to use, or the other one gets mine. They can decide that. But I think it's something oh, yeah, super... Oh, yeah, 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 super symbolic about just giving my children, um, hand them down, you know, our, our rings. So that's one goal. So we're going to get new wedding rings. So that's exciting. Because I didn't care about jewelry when we were getting married. John actually was really annoyed by that. Like he wanted me to care. You want a big room now? Now I care about well, my room. I, I didn't God care. Damn it. I, I was just talking about that. I'm waiting for John come back. I'm gonna ask this question when John come back. So I'm gonna wait for that when John come back. I had to remember though, because you just made me remember a question I wanted to ask. Yeah. All the couples. But that's good. Okay. The yeah, ring. I didn't care. Mm. Yeah. So the ring. Um, oh, pause. You good? So we always said we would renew our vows. So we want to renew our vows on a cruise. We're going to do a cruise. Invite all the family and friends and just have a boat party. That's fun. Yeah. Yeah. So that's exciting. When y'all talking about doing that? When? Yeah. We were supposed to do it last year. So Lord willing. Yeah, let's do it this year. Yeah, Lord willing. I will be okay with next year too, considering this sir came in the picture. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So I will be okay with um, not this year, but next year will be cool for me. Yeah, next year will be cool. Yeah. You know, I like a good cruise. Mm-hmm. I'm always down for a good cruise. What about you, John? What's some of your goals? Oh, my bad. Say it again. Yep. What was your goal? Say it again. I want to get back abroad. The, um, we both love travel. We both living abroad. Um, and we didn't know um, that we both had this love of travel. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, we had both done traveling before meeting each other. Um, you know, China, Korea, 
you know, all over the world, Ecuador, right? So we, thank you. <clears throat> and living abroad, we, um, I think our relationship strengthened. Um, it, it just took our relationship, you know, to a new level. And it's something that we always vision for our kids yeah. um, to live abroad with us. So that's definitely in the next mm. You say five years, but no, less I'm than thinking, that. you know, the and next when I two, two, three years, y'all gonna move instead yeah, of shop and with, raise with the our kids. kids. Yeah, how many years up in? Oh, y'all plan on just living there? And we we want that for them. Um, and we actually saw we got an opportunity to see families do that while okay. we lived in China, lived in England. You know, with their American kids coming up in this different culture, different country. Um, and the the. You know, the knowledge mm -hmm. that they gain, you know, at such a yeah young age, we really want that for, you know, our boys. That's yeah, that's definitely in the works in the next couple of years. Mm -hmm. I like that. I like yeah. that, man. I love this. That's what's up. So y'all been giving a lot of advice, man. Is there something that y'all want to know how to do from more seasoned couples? Oh, yeah. If y'all can ask any advice to seasoned couples, because we're going to have more seasoned couples going on for the rest of the month. We'll ask them y'all questions for y'all. So me and John have a lot of business ventures that we're working on developing together. So I would love to hear from couples who have figured it out, making money together. That's important. Yes. That's Ashley, important. I actually got one. That's really yeah. good. Yeah. Successful know. black love, black businesses together. Cause that's also a huge goal of ours. Yeah. No, I'm just second that we haven't got over that hump and we've yeah. been talking about it for 10 years. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. mm -hmm. and we've done things individually. Um, and been successful at them. We haven't figured it out how to, to do it together. together. Yeah. Um, we have ideas. We have ideas. Now we just need some advice and some guidance on how to get to the other side with yeah. that. So. And we talking real money. Business. You know, yeah. we do the movie nights and stuff like that. But do the event planning thing, you know. Real money. Thing. But yeah, we haven't got over, you know, that threshold. Well, first of all, advice I give y'all get an LLC. Put it in a trust. Put it in a trust. And then once you get the get, trust. Get the Navy's federal. Yeah. And then you go. Get the bank loan. But do the VPN. But you got to have, you're doing ambassador <laughs> business credit score. But then your life insurance. <laughs> and then get a cash app. <laughs> well, if you do all of that, <laughs> buy, you need, buy our course. <laughs> buy our course. You too can buy this course. <laughs> nah, man, this is, uh, this has been good, man. Uh, yeah, really you all are proof that, uh, Lincoln love lasts. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I might, I might call it that. I don't know. I'm working. Yeah. Working tight. I like that. I like that. I got to say something before we go. I do have to shout out to Victoria because our honeymoon, we didn't plan one, but the next day we woke up and was like, we should go somewhere. And she worked at Southwest. So we called her. She gave us two tickets and we went to Mexico. So shout out to Victoria. That's why she didn't leave no gift. Yeah, <laughs> right. So I was just thinking about no, because that was a huge deal. So we had a honeymoon because of those buddy passes. That's then we got stuck because there weren't no flights coming. <laughs> yeah, back. we oh, did. Stuck. <laughs> we, got stuck. <laughs> we got stuck in Houston for three days, so we had a long honeymoon. And that caused a lot of drama. We was mad and we was fighting, but. Still, shout out to the yeah, Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is good because you know we we we've had Winnie on before. She talked about it in y'all relationship. We've heard stories and stuff, but to have John come on and like fully express it, I think it was a different layer to it. You know what I'm saying? I definitely feel like the young because y'all are a young couple, mm -hmm. and like young couples are pretty rare. You know what I'm saying? And I really did wonder 
how did y'all maintain through all the fray? Like y'all said, y'all in y'all little bubble. So that bubble isn't necessarily a bad thing. I've heard some people say that bubble can be a a negative thing, but I guess if y'all are healthy in a relationship, the bubble's healthy. We was out the country. I got a relationship that I'll still be in right now if we never went outside. It's easy when you're living in China, you're living in England, you naturally have a bubble. So living abroad, you know, enhanced our bubble. And our and our bubble includes some some good support. Yeah, you know? oh, we got crazy yeah, support. We do. Eldridge, you are a pillar in yeah. our household. Now, you know, I wouldn't really want to be that. Like, John, me and John got, like, a really good relationship. But I know John is like a man-man. You know what I'm saying? I know John want to run his stuff how he want to run it. But then I'm also, again, in my family, I am a overbearing personality. I can admit that. I'm clear about the position. But um, I love that, you know, we continue to grow. We continue to work together. I'm always calling, trying to figure out. How I can, cause for me, like again, their marriage being successful is one less thing I have to worry about because I worry about everything in my family. So it's just, I'll be like, oh, y'all good? Y'all need something? What y'all want? Can I help y'all with this? Cause if y'all good, you know, I'm good. And we've had some really cool dates because of you, Eldridge, you know, you remember he hit us up with the NFL tickets. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. he just always hitting us up the Van Gogh Museum in Atlanta. You gave us those tickets. So you're always giving us like really cool, you know, experiences to have. So we appreciate that. We keep on yeah. that. Right. Yeah. You know. We keep on that. He, <laughs> he ain't started babysitting yet, though. Oh, no, no. Oh, they be potty training. You know, potty training talking. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? When you yeah. an uncle, you a single uncle, gotta be potty training talking. Potty training talking. You know what I'm saying? I need to know if you can eat and shit, period. Like, when you can <laughs> tell me you hungry and tell me you gotta pee, you can come with me. You know what I'm that's, <laughs> that's, that's the rule. That's the rule, but. All of that, you know, I just want to say thank y'all. Mm-hmm. Y'all are like a, a beautiful example of black love. I, I really, I mean, I love y'all relationship forever. I be kind of like admiring this shit, how y'all traveling, how y'all go. I brag about y'all all the time. So thank, you. thank y'all for popping this series off. Uh, to all the couples out there, if y'all got any questions for them, just drop it in the comment, let them know. And this month we are presenting all of the guests, um, uh, we presenting them a gift, you know what I'm saying? For contributing to the internet world, some advice on how to be stronger in our black love. So our gift for you all, we have dinner for two at Vendor restaurant. It is a South African restaurant here in Atlanta. So that is our dinner. That is our gift for y'all. Y'all enjoy. Shout out for the for my birthday. Yeah. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Y'all enjoy. Thank you. Thank you. So look, y'all, we say this every time. We love y'all. We need y'all. But most importantly, we can't wait to see y'all next week. Thank you for tuning in to the Jess Elders podcast with our Black Love series. You on the move for South African or (laughs) not? City with T.I. Outcast and Uwe. Everybody know about Atlanta. It's just a coochie. Everybody know about the scammers, by the trappers. And what we living now, it's just that lifestyle. Turn on my podcast. I'm trying to hit it real now. Hit perspective. We gonna keep it real now. Every day we on the grind. Sometimes it's hard to tune out the outside.
Real things, you know we gon' last, yeah. Kick it back, kick it back, kick it back.